Hello, and welcome to Home Education Today podcast. I'm your host, Chauncey Lynn Childs, and on this podcast, we talk about challenges, concerns, and joys of providing a first-class education for our children at home. We also discuss methods and experiences with successful home educators, give a voice to concerned public school teachers, and anything else that strengthens our ability to teach and guide and direct our kids as autonomous, empowered, and joyful parents. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Okay, another discussion that I had today, and I just made a video about about why the school system cannot be given responsibility, cannot usurp the power of the parent and disempower the parent to be the parent, okay? So another discussion that I had, which really was interesting and exciting to me, because I love to talk about this. I'm, I'm so passionate about giving power back to the parents. And the thing that is standing in the way of you as a parent having your children um, in, uh, educated in whatever way that you want them to be educated, the thing that is standing in your way, okay, is not your teacher, it's not your principal, it's not your school. It's not even government regulations. The thing that's standing in your way is the teacher's union. Now, a lot of people don't understand the function of the teacher's union. The teacher's unions, um, number one, you should know, are the, are the most, uh, they're the biggest lobby in Washington. Okay, they have the most money, they have the most people, and they employ the most lobbyists to cut deals with, with uh, politicians, and they have the most money to contribute to campaigns, and they have the most money to destroy politicians who do not uh, support them. Excuse me, so even if, <clears throat> even if a, a politician doesn't take contributions from um, a, a teacher's union contribution, doesn't take contributions from them, um, they are live in fear that if they don't support the teachers' unions through legislation that they will have millions of dollars thrown at an opposing candidate who does support them. So why does this matter to you at the local level? Well, the teachers' unions contribute to school board um, um, campaigns and candidates and they are, those candidates are, you know, totally influenced by uh, union contributions. <clears throat> they also obviously are the arbiters of um, contracts through the districts and get, get the sweet deals through them. <clears throat> the problem is that teachers for a long time have believed that the unions have their best interests at heart. They really believe that they are going to represent them in such a way that makes their job easier or makes their job more effective. And teachers are finding out through this COVID thing that that is anything but the truth. What they're finding out is that the unions are actually part of the cabal that is in bed with government <clears throat> and forcing teachers to do things that they can't do anymore. Um, their union contracts are not saving them. 
they are, their collective bargaining is not saving them. And teachers are finding out that the unions simply, their, the union's answer is to say, well, let's just go back to virtual learning. Teachers hate virtual learning. And so do students and so do families. Virtual <clears throat> learning on a, on a, a big scale of you know, 25 or 30 kids, it's not completely undoable. I mean, it's not, it's not an answer. It can't work. It never has worked through this whole pandemic. And yet that's the only answer that the unions have for these teachers and districts. So that's the first problem. The second problem is the teachers are finding out that all of these mandates that are coming down from the federal and state um, governments are also just not doable. They, they have no power, they have no creativity, they, they have no autonomy in their teaching. So they're trying to teach things that, that they hate, <laughs> that they don't want to do, to students that don't want to learn it. This is one of the reasons this, the whole system is just imploding. It's just not, it's just not tenable. It, it isn't a workable solution. Now the unions do represent teachers but they do not represent students in any way. They certainly don't represent families, and they don't represent administrators. <clears throat> unions represent themselves. Unions represent a system of forced dues, right? Did you know that in almost every state, uh, if you become a teacher, you are forced to pay union dues? You don't have an option. You can choose one of two unions, the American Federation of Teachers or the National Educators Association. AFT or the NEA. You have to give to one of those associations. You have a choice. And there isn't a Republican candidate that receives a dime from any of these institutions. So you are contributing directly to candidates that you probably, as a teacher, may, you know, do not agree with. Now, many teachers are on the left. They've been indoctrinated in leftist educational programs in colleges now for several decades, so most of them don't disagree with that. But if you are a teacher who believes in this country, believes in the greatness of this country, does not want to teach revisionist history, and <clears throat> does not believe in transgenderism does, uh, policies, and I'm not, I'm not bashing transgenders, I'm saying that the policies in schools where boys get to share locker rooms and bathrooms with girls has led to rapes and has led to assaults and has led to a whole bunch of other problems and sports and all kinds of things, okay? I'm not saying somebody can't be transgender, that's not what I'm addressing. I'm addressing the effect it has on the rest of the kids in schools, okay? Transgender policies, not people, right? And you have, uh, of course, the critical race theory that's become a really big problem. And um, you have libraries that have books in them, uh, books that, are, are, um, that glorify the rape culture, they glorify pedophilia, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And people are fighting about it. People are speaking out about it. Parents are going to school board meetings. And the unions are standing in the way of any of any of that change. I would like to recommend a um, a, uh, a documentary, and it's called um, "Waiting for Superman." And uh, it's just Google it, and or I'll I'll uh, provide a link to it. And it's about people who have tried to change the public system, 
and found out that they can't do it because because the unions have locked in the power. So this affects you as a parent absolutely every day. Okay? You cannot control one iota, one word, one book, nothing <laughs> in your child's school because none of it is open for interpretation. It is all handed down by our federal government through the state governments right down to the districts and through the school boards. Um, nothing ever will change until we break the power of the unions. The way to do that is to remove your child from school, to find alternative means. The minute we do that, the minute enough of us do that, is when things will change. Think about it. Hey, thanks so much for listening all the way to the very end. By listening to the entire podcast, you've proven yourself to be the kind of person that is forward thinking and you're concerned about our current culture and you also believe that you can change the world. I believe that by having these simple discussions that we can really make a big difference in the world, really have an impact. And I hope that you'll share this information with others so that together we really can make a positive change.